Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Learning to Fly the Pod. Today, I am bringing you a poet that was introduced to me by Ash Raymond James and a poet who is frequently featured on Tin Roof Poetry, which is an amazing page if you've yet to check it out. So today I'm here with Helen. How are you this morning? I'm good. Well, it's evening here. Evening for you. Yeah. Yes. I was just thinking that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, it's fine yeah your day's fresh mine's growing to an end I'm ready to just start the weekend <laughs> absolutely hear you there so um I have actually been following your page for quite a while I just hadn't clicked the name when you were suggested for the podcast so my first question is how would you describe yourself to somebody who's never read your work or has never met you myself as um chaotic uh um I don't know I like my brain okay um okay I read and read until I feel like my brain might explode if I don't spill some words out and that's that's where my poetry comes from I think so. that is an amazing way to describe it um what do you typically read I read a lot of read a lot of like gender theory by Judith Butler uh, uh, cultural stuff by like a lot I'm so sorry. The last thing that we got clearly was uh, gender theory, but we didn't get the author. Oh, sorry. So I read um, a lot of Judith Butler's writing. Okay. Um, Jacques Derrida, Michel Foucault, and a bit of all sorts, some film theory. Yeah, I read a lot. <laughs> Fair enough. I think that is a really interesting list and it's quite a nice balance between voices and opinions and even a little bit of time periods. So wonderful. Mm. Um, I know you were recently featured on Tin Roof Poetry's page as writing the best poem about hats. Um, <laughs> and as a hat enthusiast, which is something we've talked about on this podcast a couple of times, I have to ask, where did your poem come from and how do you feel about being featured? Oh, well, I'm a member of Tim Roof, so that's that's a regular thing. Um, but, yeah. Um, we wanted to just sort of work, if we were getting involved with those as well, and sort of to offer a bit of inspiration for people um, to engage with those. And my poem came from, I got the worst hat on my list. <laughs> And the only thing I could think of with a deer stalker hat was Sherlock Holmes. Fair enough. And it, it just went from there. <clears throat> I think that is awesome that most people would know. Um, so I think that's really fun that that's where your poem went. I know that you're fairly active on your social media page. Um, but do you write yeah. more behind the scenes or do you keep things that you don't necessarily share there? Um, I don't get much time to write, if I'm honest. It, um, it sort of comes sporadically. Sometimes I'll write things and I keep them just for me. I do have a book sort of in process, but that, that's probably a long way off. <laughs> Well, when you have details, you are absolutely welcome to return to Learning to Fly. Um, we would love to hear about it. We'd love to support you. So the book that you just mentioned, and you say it's a little bit far off, um, do you already have like a vision for it? 
yeah then the vision that I have but at the end of it I think I'm gonna love it um I've, I've got some pretty like crazy ideas to go down in there and I've got my title at the moment but that's that's pretty much where we're at with it okay and when you have more details is it going to be something that we need to follow you on Instagram or somewhere specific to stay in the loop um I'm probably um I'll probably put some teasers up closer to the time of it coming out on Instagram um I'm planning to like kind of come away from the platform a little bit I want to finish this tarot series and then I want to sort of repurpose my Instagram for open mics and just change what I'm doing with the focus of that and focus on my book off the platform. That sounds wonderful. I'm very excited to see how that goes for you. Um, Speaking of Instagram uh, and other places to support you, where are the best places to support you and to find you and all that lovely jazz? So Instagram really is the only place where I'm sharing my writing. So that's at Helen Millington Poetry. And you can also find stuff that I share not on my Instagram on Tim Roof. Perfect. As well. Links to both of those in the episode description and when I'm posting about this one. Um, Are you more of a pen and paper writer or do you reach for like a phone or a computer when you have ideas? Um, I like writing on pen and paper and I love typing on my typewriter, but I tend to have my phone to hand more regularly. So a lot of my poems sort of in OneNote or on a little notes app more often than not. I think I prefer writing pen and paper, but just it's... It's not very platform friendly for sure. That's fair. Print on Instagram, I guess. <laughs> you said typewriter. What kind of typewriter do you have? Oh. Uh, ha. Huh. You can be as specific or as general as you want. Ash will hate me as is Ash. Olympia? I want to say an Olympia or something Olympia, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> are using the typewriter do you feel like your voice comes out differently um yeah I think especially if you do do some free writing with the typewriter no you're just you're going you said it's primarily free writing and you don't really know where the words are going um, I like that you can free write. You can't just clear. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, technology's uh, clearly not getting along with me today. I can, I was, I was talking about typewriter. So. <laughs> um, I was saying I like free writing with my typewriter. Yes. Because there's okay. no backspace and you sort of really like stream of consciousness. Just, you can get into a flow and there's no backspace. You can't just cut it away. And it might not be a poem that you love at the end of it, but you'll probably get some cool ideas out of to like take away and do something with. Yes, I, I love that myself about them. Also, it's really funny. I use my typewriter to do pen pal letters and I don't um, correct anything unless it's like a major, major, major mistake. And 
I have heard that it makes the experience much more authentic as well as giving them an idea into the exact train of thought. And I think that's really cool. Um, and I feel like that kind of goes in hand with what you're saying about your typewriter and the lack of backspace. I'm sure we'll get something out of this. Hopefully. Yes. yes. Um, I, I, like I said, I have worked with worse. I imagine it must have had to have been really dire to have been worse than this because <laughs> it's cutting a lot. <laughs> well. What is something uh, near and dear to your heart that doesn't get enough space or time or attention? Um, like it does get a lot of attention, but um, maybe not enough. I guess there's a couple of things left me. A lot of it would be the sort of the eco and combating that. It feels like you get um, a lot of people talk about that, but it becomes very um, politicized and sort of like Green Party or very left-wing agendas become attached to it rather than it actually being like for the good an of actual crisis that affects absolutely everyone on the planet yeah and also big advocate for um, mental health awareness and um, making sure that people know that they're not alone with that you know I think that those I agree they get talked about a lot but there's not a lot of action behind them Um, Yeah, And it's funny because those are two things that I actually try to address on the podcast as frequently as humanly possible while still keeping the focus, art and poetry and and those kind of things. So I, I completely hear you. And I think that one step in the right direction is to continue talking about them, but another is to put action behind it. Definitely. Like words bring people together, and I guess that's why I love writing. But action is things. If you had to give advice to somebody who isn't necessarily new to writing, but isn't sure what to do with their voice or what to do with their art, what would that advice be? Um, My advice there would be always stay authentic to your voice read and read as much as you want and draw on those things and take inspiration you don't lose you in the whatever it is that inspires you you can delete it yourself burn it whatever enjoy being creative and hopefully at the end of that something that you love will come out of it i love that advice and i think that it's so different from what we typically get here that it really is advice that we should be taking. And it is something that I think a lot of us know, we just don't talk about or actually adhere to. Yeah, definitely. I think I can, I can feel it myself when I've been reading a lot of something that that sort of comes across in my own voice sometimes, um, or certain ideas seem to come up more. But I think, yeah, just try and Rain that back as much as you can express yourself because that's your voice is unique it's one of like eight billion but it's, it's going to have a unique angle so bring that to the world I completely agree with you and I love the way you said that we are gonna pause here to talk about today's sponsor and then we will return with the conversation all right 
Hey everyone, if you haven't heard the episodes yet where we talk about Grief Circle, Miranda Shay's baby, this wonderful, amazing, creative endeavor um, to handle grief, then I highly recommend you check out any episode with the name Grief Circle in the title. I also highly recommend you check out Miranda's website at M-I-R-A-N-D-A-S-H-E-H dot com. And find out more about Grief Circle directly from her. Also, I hope to see you at the next one. They happen infrequently, frequently. Um, You'll understand what I mean when you check that out. Alrighty. Have a great day, everyone. Let's get back to the episode. Stop frantically searching the internet. We're here to talk about My Noise 2, the new book from Ash, Raymond James. It is like a takeoff in space, all about his life. It is going to inspire you. It's going to make your heart and your mind like fall in love again. It's going to redefine gravity. It's my noise too. Get up and start dancing. It's time. It's my noise too. Alrighty, so as we come back to this episode, you guys listening know what's coming. Um, but our first question and and return to this episode is if you were able to give advice to somebody who's never written, never painted, never created, where would be a good starting point in your opinion? Um, just try it. Plunge yourself in there at the deep end. Like, why not? Why not try and paint something as good as the Mona Lisa the first time you pick up a paintbrush? Probably won't, but like set yourself, have some ambition with it and like if that's what you want to do with it if you want to be creative um i don't know (laughs) if you want it to be something that's like if you want to create something means something to you and to other people then have ambition with it if you just want to have fun and create things then just just do it pick up a paintbrush and start pick up a pen write down whatever words come into your head and then start stringing them together into a poem. Um, Going back to Tin Roof, I know they do a lot of prompts on that page. Do you have a favorite prompt or a favorite place to gain inspiration? Um, I was never really into writing to prompts until Tin Roof because Ash um, is really into prompts. And then, yeah, we did a lot of like in prompts and just throwing things around and it was fun to just be experimental and not not particularly care if it was good and I love Ollie Schminky on Instagram they put out some of the best prompts ever they're insane but they always like tag with that don't be afraid to be bad and I love that just push those creative cogs and try something because not everything you write is going to be good Again, with words of wisdom, I think that's a great perspective and definitely prompts aren't for everyone, but when you look at them as a way of just trying something new, I think that gives them a whole new ability to spark something. Yeah, definitely. I think prompts prompts should be about having fun and if they're not, if they don't feel like fun, then just stop doing them. Yes, absolutely. So now is for probably my favorite part of the episode, just because it gives us a different perspective into you. It's random question time. Um, So (laughs) 
<laughs> the question okay. that is calling to me today is if you had to wear um, one pattern, like stripes, solids, a repeated something for the rest of your life, what would it be? And why do you think that is? Oh, wow. I don't know. I heard, oh, wow, and nothing else. It's a nuts question. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Crazy question. I love it. Um, see, going off what I'd wear day to day, I'd just be like, I'd most likely just be in solid black for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, but then I do have some crazy, ridiculously vibrant clothes. Really be garishly awful, bright <laughs> patterns. Because I'd be sad if I could never wear like one of my favorite shirts ever again. So I'd just have to wear it with everything that was patterned as ridiculous as that is. <laughs> no, I think that's good. I think that's all oh. of it. Okay, I just wanted to make sure with the connection issues. Um, thank you so very much for joining me on today's episode of the Learning to Fly podcast. I would love to hear from you again when your book is closer to releasing. We would love to have you on the podcast again. And thank you so very much for your time. I know that it's late where you are. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And of course, thank you to everybody who tuned in to today's episode of the Learning to Fly podcast. I will see you again tomorrow for more poetry, musings, and random questions.